And you're just going to use the voice, not the video, right? Yeah, we're just going to use the voice. Cool. It's like, well, oh, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for tuning into today's edition of the Office Hour podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Professor Sarah Soderstrom from University of Michigan's Organizational Studies Department, who has a focus in environmental science and sustainability. So it's, really, it's an honor to learn about her background. That being said, welcome onto the podcast, uh, Professor. Um, if you'd like to get us started by telling me a little bit more about yourself, your background, as well as um, one fun fact that your students or the greater Michigan community may not know about you. Okay, let's see. Well, so um, thank you for that intro. I have long ties with U of M. So I started here as an undergrad at University of Michigan. I did uh, chemical engineering and then continued on in chemical and environmental engineering for master's degrees. And for a while, I thought I was going to do a PhD, always kind of wanted to be in academia, but thought I was going to do a PhD in engineering, um, but realized that part of what really interested me was these questions of how do businesses organize in a way that can prevent pollution and environmental degradation from happening in the first place. And I felt that I really needed to be looking at that from the perspective of decision-making and influence and leadership and moved into more of a business space. And so um, worked for a little bit. I worked in management consulting with McKinsey and Company and then did post-merger management with the Auto Club Group, which is kind of like a AAA umbrella organization here in Dearborn. And after a few years of work, did really want to come back into an academic space. I had missed teaching and engaging with students in the classroom. And I had missed the ability to dive into research questions that were because of my interest and passion and not necessarily aligned with financial returns. And so I went back and got my PhD from Kellogg at Northwestern, uh, so their business school in management and organizations and spent my dissertation research looking at how a large Fortune 500 company was making decisions around sustainability. And so I worked with them for 18 months, tracking what sustainability issues uh, kept going, which ones fell off their agenda and why, and really studying the role of people inside organizations to drive positive change. And I think that's what's continued to be my focus for research is again, really thinking about how people make these positive impacts through business and pushing business to have a positive impact on society and, and the environment. And as for fun fact that many don't know, let's see. Um, I, I have a picture of myself with Jim Harbaugh when he was a quarterback and I believe I was eight or nine and my mom dragged me down to a picture day with uh, the football team. And my husband and I went to the 1998 Rose Bowl when Michigan won and became national champions. So long connections uh, with Michigan athletics. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, haven't gotten to see in any of those games. Obviously, I um, definitely was. I'm a big Woodson fan. Uh, it's a Lions fan. Like, um, he, Woodson is like the only reason I'm uh, pretty fond of the Green Bay Packers. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We were just talking to our six year old the other day about how the only time we rushed the field at the big house was that 97 football season when Michigan beat Ohio State. 
And that was the one where you have the picture of Whitson with the rose in his mouth, like going around and we were able to get onto the field. I don't think they've ever let that happen in the big house before or since, but we, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> if we could beat Ohio State one of these years, I would definitely love to participate in rushing the field. Yes, here we go, right? After Thanksgiving, goals for this year. <laughs> mm -hmm. So back to the slate of questions. Uh, I know you've had some uh, experience working um, and truly in the application of what your research is with um, working at McKinsey, getting to help real clients solve the problems. But how did you decide to take the professional path you've taken? And more specifically, what drew you towards your career in academia, when it, whether it was getting your PhD through Kellogg or anything you've done at the University of Michigan since? Yeah, it's interesting. And I think that's where, for me, a lot of it overlaps with this combination of what I wanted to do with work and how I was balancing that with what was going on in family. Um, so I very strongly considered going back to McKinsey and continuing to work with them. But it was at the same time that my husband and I were making decisions about starting a family. And so we were in a situation where I felt like that was what I wanted to prioritize and the travel structure of McKinsey at the time was not one that I was comfortable in making that trade-off around. Um, and then it was this moment of looking at, <laughs> going way personal, on this, but looking at daycares for my daughter when she was just born and thinking about the implications of having her in childcare while I was working and I felt like I really wanted my work to be making a positive impact. And I think you can do that in a number of different spaces and jobs. But for me, I felt like I wanted to be back in the classroom and I wanted to be engaging with students and thinking about how students can learn and amplify and become these leaders of the future and, and missing the space of doing it in the classroom um, and, and researching in ways that connected how people can advocate for change. And so that was what really drove me to go back for this PhD in management and continue on into an academic position after getting that. Awesome, sounds like you had a really fulfilling experience and I'm ultimately glad that it works out. That's um, really important and an underrated aspect that goes into decisions like that. Um, shifting gears a little bit, I had the pleasure of getting to be in your Art Studies 208 class in the winter 2021 semester, although online really enjoyed uh, the flexibility as well as the overall like interaction of the class. So aside from that, if there's anything else you teach, I'm more I'm interested to know more about your classes and what about these topics engages you most and what, essentially what's your pitch towards getting any University of Michigan student to take them? No, it's great to think about. And I um, one of the benefits of being part of organizational studies and program in the environment is a focus on undergraduate education and really thinking about what we're doing in the classroom. Um, and so I teach, you know, 208. And the fun thing with 208, with business and the environment, is that you often get students in early in their careers as U of M students who can then, based on now thinking about new ways of connecting business and sustainability, maybe add a minor or take different classes or consider internships in different ways. And so it's fun to engage in that time of students kind of academic career. But then the other classes I teach tend to be more upper class um, students, uh, fourth and third and fourth years. Um, and what I like about those classes tends to be this intersection of personal development, 
application and often sustainability and justice kind of lenses. And so I teach a negotiations class, which is clearly practical in thinking about how do we negotiate not just business deals, but our own career trajectories and spaces and students have to go do negotiations as part of the class and we reflect on all of that and it becomes really fun. And then I teach um, a class on business sustainability and DEI. So really integrating these issues of sustainability and justice and trying to think about, especially as we look at the coming climate issues, how do we think about climate change, climate injustice, and where business can ideally play a more positive role in addressing these challenges. Um, and then the last class that I'm teaching is um, sustainability in the campus. And that's a course through program in the environment. And this, I feel like perfectly combines all of the things that I've done. So in some ways it's actually like teaching consulting projects. I feel like I'm the, you know, the engagement manager or the partner on the project. And I get sponsors from across campus. So it might be someone from dining who's trying to think about how do we engage students more around uh, where their food is coming from. It might be someone from campus farm thinking about how do we distribute food. It might be a facilities manager trying to think about how do we decrease our footprint. Um, it goes all over the place for the campus, but it's sponsors who for their jobs are really trying to tackle these sustainability issues but need help. And that's where the student teams come in in great ways where we have nine to 12 student teams who work with sponsors for the whole semester in scoping out what is the problem? How are we gonna think about addressing it? How do we collect data and analyze data to help inform recommendations? And then transitioning these recommendations to people who will ideally really use those and apply them in their roles. So it's this chance for students to have a direct impact on how sustainable University of Michigan is through the work that they do with a team of other students over the course of the semester. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that all sounds like a great experience. What, what exactly are the upperclassmen courses listed as, just in case? With uh, <laughs> the actual numbers, <laughs> that's a good question. And I need to uh, remember what those are myself. So negotiations is org studies 405. Uh, the business sustainability and DEI course has been an environment 462 course, but it's just going through the curriculum process to get an official number. So that'll be a TBD, but look for it as a fall class. Um, and then sustainability in the campus, I am teaching in winter semester and that's Environ 391. Uh, and it does count as a practical experience for many minors and majors. So something for students to know about as well as you're in the backpacking stage is that can be something you do on campus that meets that requirement that a number of places have. And then we had mentioned already uh, org studies uh, Environ 208 that's cross-listed between both programs and that's the business and sustainability course. For sure. Yeah, it seems like you got a lot on your plate and um, a lot of interesting experiences. <laughs> it is. And, and that's just like part of the role because there's all of this research that's going on also. And so keeping track of it, it is an ongoing uh, project management space. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. So shifting the gear a little bit in terms of this overall interview, I want to focus a little bit more on um, connections with students. Obviously, I guess consultant beforehand, you had a good experience working with clients, but in working with students, it's a similar relationship where a lot of your work is centered on really relationship building and management. So that being said, what do you feel is the most rewarding in your experience from getting to work with students? I love working with students in ways that help them shape their time at U of M to engage in something that they're excited about and see how what we're doing in the classroom or through research or extracurriculars, right, can shape what they're looking to do after school. And what I love about U of M undergrads is that you all are so passionate about what you're trying to do, but doing it in so many different ways that there can be a student I'm working with who's looking at a career in a legal space. There can be another student who's trying to go into consulting, someone else who wants nothing to do with business and wants to be a teacher. And as a faculty member here, I get the you know amazing opportunity to get to know each of them, right? And think about what they're interested in, talk with them about those ideas, develop them maybe as part of a class homework. Maybe that continues with an independent study or research. Maybe that is just coming yesterday. I had a student from three years ago come back and caught up over coffee and hearing what she's doing and seeing the success that she's had. And now she's in that stage where she's making a career shift. And so it's these ongoing relationships that often start in a huge classroom, but build over the time that your students and alumni into really thinking about all of the different ways people go out and you know, hopefully the Michigan leaders idea, right? Make the world a better place through the foundation you get at Michigan. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely one of the best things that I've noticed as a student is like how everyone's got unique experiences and a unique background. That's definitely something you can't take for granted during your time here. Yeah. For sure. So um, in your mind, having like taken on many different professions, for if, if you could give advice to a student, what do you feel are the secrets to success in college and beyond? And what skills, whether these are technical skills or more so on the soft skill spectrum, should students build in order to best position themselves moving forward for the future? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I, I think Michigan can be really overwhelming at times, right? A big university, lots of different things to try. And so, I mean, even just with the podcast being called Office Hours, <laughs> it is this idea of how do you think of spaces where you can take advantage of the opportunities that Michigan has. And I love having the chance to see students in office hours and get just getting the chance to talk to people in a one-on-one -on -one space that maybe is about a class assignment, but so often is just getting to know who you are and thinking about it. So one, all of our faculty have office hours and are there to engage with you. So please take advantage of those office hours. Come in and think about what it is. Find the niches where you can build community and feel like here's a group of people who are excited about some of the same things that I am and learn together. What are some of the great classes that you might take? Where are their cool work experiences? What are the best study abroad options? How do you find the best work study listing, right? Like 
all of those pieces, but also think about where there might be one or two random classes that just kind of sound cool that you can ideally fit in, right? Where might you actually strategically take a pass fail because you know you're not gonna focus on astronomy, but this is the one time where you can just dig in and take some fun astronomy class or you know, dance or business in the environment, right? Or whatever the case may be thinking about also using the time at U of M to dive into some of that. It's one of the things I regret the most. I, I felt like I was so focused on what do I need to do from a requirements perspective that I didn't take advantage of just trying different things and seeing what works. Um, and I guess my other piece of advice for students, and this is based on a career that has gone in so many different curves and, and changes and everything else is that I know as undergrad students, we have this, you all have this interest of knowing like, what is next? Where am I going? How is that? I do think right now with your generation, it's a space where there's a lot of opportunity for trial and error, even after graduating from school. Many students are changing jobs after a couple of years. You're not expected to be committing to a job for a 15 year time frame. It's what works. So out of all of the different examples, what are the things that excite you? What are the things where you feel like you are really able to make a positive impact through your work? Um, and then where are the places that you struggle with? And are those things that you just don't want to do? Or are those things where you might build up some of those skills, right? Like, hey, now I can make Excel sing, or I can run a database like crazy, but I definitely didn't know that before diving in and taking work around it. And so I think reflecting on all of the different experiences to help shape what you want to do and recognizing that even some that might be terrible experiences provide a space for some learning <laughs> to shape what you do next. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely think that's something any student can use. And I can relate with uh, feeling overwhelmed in terms of what responsibilities I may have, everything that goes on at the school, considering like we have a student body of like 30,000 undergrads, each, everyone like doing their unique thing and having like great involvement grades, the pressure can definitely be high. But like, I'm glad that like, there's a good amount of professors at this university who believe that students should find their passion, find different things rather than be too tuned into a certain outcome. Well, and I think another thing that's really neat with U of M is just the power of the U of M network. And there's the power of that network for who you are as students now, but there's the power also of who are alumni that you can tap into. And I have never ceased to be amazed by how effectively simple things like LinkedIn <laughs> outreach can help students connect with some alumni who graduated from U of M maybe 30 years ago, right? But is in a role that you think sounds cool. And because you're a current U of M student would be happy to talk to you. Right? And then when you're five or 10 years out from U of M, how powerful that alumni network still is for thinking about what types of jobs you might wanna get or what training do you do or where do you go next or how do you build this? And um, the power of the maize and blue is nothing to be diminished and is quite exciting to see continuously amplifying um, as I've been in all of these different stages of what is Michigan. For sure. 
It's great. It's again, once again, I think really well put, well put together. Uh, I think my last question would be really similar um, in terms of like uh, standpoint and like mindset. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self at the time you were going through college, whether this is your um, undergrad days itself or your PhD days or to any undergraduate student today, what would it be? I would put more, I don't know, time isn't necessarily the right word. I wish I had developed earlier an understanding of how I replenish, refresh, refocus. Um, and, and a lot of this comes from this interest around sustainability, which is often pushing people to change often in ways they're not interested in and some not interested in at all. And it can be really hard work. There can be really frustrating days. Um, and I think I spent too much time without recognizing what I could do from a mental health perspective, from a physical health perspective in navigating this so that I would have the energy, wherewithal, commitment, perseverance to keep going through some of those struggles, recognizing when it was time to say no, but thinking about the arc of that career path and balancing it in a bit of a healthier way. For sure. Yeah. So uh, once again, um, thank you very much for sharing that point as well as many others. Uh, I think that is it for today's, for today's edition of the podcast. Thanks you again, Professor Soderstrom, for coming out. Great to hear about um, your classes. And uh, for anyone listening, definitely recommend taking some uh, org studies classes focused in the environment. Really fulfilling experience, uh, especially if you're interested in uh, the corporate social responsibility and um, discipline and understanding what role businesses have in society. So that's all. Thank you very much for listening and have a great day.